You're listening to a Sunday service podcast from First Universalist Church of Minneapolis, a faith community that welcomes, affirms, and protects the light in each human heart, listens deeply to where love is calling us next, and with humility, courage, and compassion works to create a more just world. To learn more, visit us at firstuniversalistchurch.org. There is more love somewhere. There is more love somewhere. And I'm going to keep on till I find it. There is more more hope there is Keep on till I find it, till I find it. 
Someone's weeping, Lord, come by here. And someone's praying, Lord, come by here. Someone's happy, Lord, come by here. Oh, Lord, come by here. Good morning. Whether you're gathering online or on DuPont, I, that took me, I, I was very proud of that. I just want to say, I waited too long for that one. I wrestled for that blessing. Online or on DuPont, I think I'm clever. We, a community gathered on purpose, we have gathered for liberation. We've gathered for a love that won't quit and knows no exemptions from its work. We're here and singing and loving and being together for our lives. We create space in this thing we call a sanctuary for the purpose of setting aside a bit of time for something different something in the still, small voice within, something joyous. Whoever you are, you are very welcome here. Know that whoever you are and whoever you came with, we believe in the love that embraces you and doesn't stop there. I begin this service this way because I'm mindful in a place we call a sanctuary for how many of us there is no such thing as a safe space. How many people we are fighting ourselves for, how many people are themselves fighting for the autonomy of their own bodies, the autonomy of their own ways of living. You and me are in the fight for love, on the side of love. We are gathered for love because love can make a difference. And together, we can do more than any of us could do alone. And so I welcome you into a time of worship in this space that is as warm as we can make it. <laughs> that pun was not intended. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to reflect on that first. I welcome you into the, the practice of opening our worship service together, we first start with a chalice cup with the flame, a symbol of Unitarian Universalists all around the world and across time. The symbol came to us from Hans Deutsch, who was commissioned to come up with a symbol for the Unitarian Service Committee during World War II. They wanted to hang it or place the symbol in the window so that people who were trying to escape uh, persecution from the Nazi government would know where to go. They would know inside that they 
could find safety. We light this chalice for each other, to keep each other well. Will you join me in the words we use to light the chalice, our covenant? Love is the spirit of this church. This is our great covenant. Dwell together in peace, to search the truth in love, and to help one another. Let's settle in now. I invite you to, into the practice that we use each week to begin our worship service. We light a chalice and then we breathe three breaths on our own time and we wait for each other. In community, in our day, if we're telling the truth, there really is no such thing as a safe space. That line actually comes from a poem, which I invite you into, by the Justice Doula, the self-proclaimed Justice Doula. It's Mickey Scott Bay Jones. I invite you to read it along with me. There is no such thing as a safe space. We exist in the real world. We all carry scars and have wounds. This space seeks to turn down the volume of the world outside and amplify the voices that have to fight to be heard elsewhere. This space will not be perfect. It will not always be what we wish it to be, but it will be our space together, and we will work on it side by side. So then, in that spirit, let us gather ourselves for worship. Let me tell you, I have been excited about this day ever since I had a dream about seven months ago. And I walked into my meeting with uh, Reverend Jen, um, uh, who, is, who is doing um, the work that she needs to do. And so is Reverend Arif. They're both on vacation. And rest is spiritual practice. Okay. Okay. Uh, Reverend Ashley Harness is... Uh, is out guest preaching, so we uh, let's give one of those to uh, yes. Can you hear? Yes, yes, yes. Go, Ash. Franco is also on vacation because rest is a spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. Okay, but because the Sundays are still coming, we're here. I'm Dr. Glenn Thomas Rideout, and oh, thank you. Hey, thank you. Um, Joining me in leading worship is uh, our artist-in-residence, Amy K. Bryant. <laughs> Sally Reynolds is our pianist today. Oh, 
little, oh, oh, but that, see, your hands will get tired if we go through all of the names of all of the people who are contributing to the lead of this time of fellowship and community. I mean, John and Olu are back there in the, in the media booth, then there are ushers and, yeah, wait, oh, yeah. And there are ushers and greeters, and there are people who are on their own journeys into nature, into vacation, because rest is a spiritual practice. That's right. That's right. Okay. Just don't all be at rest at the same time, because we, we, we have to have a... Okay. So, for a four-hour beginning time, for all ages, for the whole community, we're going to play a bit of a game, and it will require you, but don't worry, you won't have to come up. You'll just have to think of a word on cue every once in a while. You'll have to help us. This game is called Yes And. Anybody ever heard that? Okay, yeah. Okay, Yes And is... Uh, is the primary principle, uh, as I know it, of improv comedy? Yes? Okay, I'm just, I'm just making sure I got my stuff because there's a scholar in the house. Okay. <laughs> what we usually do here is tell a story. We're going to tell a story now, and it's going to be about community. It has to be about community. And then we need three things. They'll come up at random. And at that time, one of us will look at you and go, and we'll just take the first thing you see, or the first thing that comes to your mind. Does that make sense, theoretically? Okay, we're going to tell a sentence, we're going to tell a story one sentence at a time. Here you are, the magic wand. I once, oh, it's not on. <laughs> yes, and. Has to, be, has to be somehow about, uh, I think, beloved community. Uh -huh. Maybe it's on a summer day, I don't know. Um, and one sentence at a time. And it has to be a story. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know about stories. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually afraid with the pro. Okay. No, I started to say that I once didn't get a job in like um, improv, sport, whatever that thing is, because of this game. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> it wasn't for me. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I start? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, once there was a a clown no. named Jester who could not figure out how to get his lip makeup on correctly. Instead of wearing red, this is more than a sentence, he wore purple. And all the other clowns had giant red lips. But he was always purple. Okay, this is yes, and, and, and. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a That's why I didn't get the job. <laughs> yes, and um, all the people in the village of uh, his town, the village of his town, it was, it was a guy called his town, and they named it after him. <laughs> in the village of his town, um, uh, could hear him weeping from, from miles away, so upset in all his purple malaise. And they went to the store in their town, which I shall not name, and they got all the red lipstick they could find, and they brought it to Jester and said, just use this. 
Yes. And and just as he was about to try out the red, all of a sudden in came a kangaroo. And the kangaroo hopped on all of the red makeup, destroying it. So the jester cried even louder. <laughs> Nobody loves my burbalaps. Yes. And one of the tiniest kangaroos in the kangaroo family, with a tiny Kleenex, and softly offered a bit of comfort. Yes. And Chester took the tissue and dried their tears and looked at the baby kangaroo. And the kangaroo said, I know how that feels when you don't fit in with everybody else. I get sad too sometimes. And one by one, they all realized that they all have all kinds of emotions all the time. One of them in the back said, I do too. 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 And they consoled each other in that one moment of comforting. Yes. And as they told how they all have sad feelings sometimes, they all each came up and showed Chester things about them that were different than everyone else. Like one kangaroo had six toes. <laughs> I don't know how many toes kangaroos have. <laughs> And another clown came and said, my scalp is sensitive, so I can't wear a wig. I just like, yatatata louder. The people love it. One at a time, they each shared something about them that they felt made them different than everyone else. Mm -hmm. And they all spent the rest of the summer in joy, keeping one another in care. Yes, and... Clowning. <laughs> In care. Yes, and the end. <laughs> Would you rise? We've got, let's sing one uh, hymn, one verse of the song, Just As Long As I Have Breath. As long as I have breath, I must answer yes to life in my dreams and in my dark.
Thank you. And so the exploration for us begins from a dream all of seven months ago. And the dream was very clear. You were there, and you were there, and you, and you, and you. And we were all seated right here on this very day. And there was music, so much music. And artists from all over the state came, and they gave us a bit of music and a bit of wisdom. That was when the dream was born that we enter into this month. July's worship theme is art and soul. We'll spend the next few weeks in conversation with artists, musicians, who we love and respect, some who we might not know, but we're about to get to know. Artists extraordinaire. And we're going to talk a little bit and hear the music. Together, we'll find out what uh, the notes and the rhythms have to say about our spiritual paths together and when we're apart. Y'all, when I got up this morning, I was so excited. So, in community that we've gathered, this is a time in our service where we make room for each other, where we pray together, where we keep a little more quiet. It's in this space of settling that we learn more deeply how to be one with each other. We share a bit of the truth of our lives some of us have stories to tell, and we hold each other in that space. When the news is great, when the word is hard to hear, we hear all of it. It strengthens us, and it keeps our loved ones in companionship. Friends, this is perhaps the most important work we do on a regular basis. Learn how to see one another, hear one another, hold one another, and keep one another for a while. I invite you to settle then with me into a place where your heart can open wide A poem, a poem I wrote on a summer day, much like this one, on a dog walk. I call my poem, After All. God is no noun, and certainly not an adjective. God is at least a verb, and even that shrinks her. God is not so much 
a woman as she is waiting in the improbable hope of brown mothers. God is not so much a man as he is at work in the memory of my grandfather's laugh. God is not trans. God swims in the tears of the one who is seeing her real self at long last in the bathroom mirror. We're getting Michelangelo all wrong. God is not the bearded one floating over the Sistine, surrounded by angels. He is not Adam with his muscled back pressing the earth, no. God is the closing inch of space between their reaching fingers. Don't believe for a moment that God is Catholic. For God's sake, he isn't even human. Have you heard the wood thrush when the sun glistens the Huron? Can you see the flowers, how they speak to bees without a word? Still, God is no spring blossom, no wood thrush. God is neither the sun nor the bee. God is when you see the blossom. God is when you hear the river and suddenly realize how much of it is part of you. To be clear, God is not you. God is somewhere in the 14 billion years which have come to mean that you are. God is, after all, at least a verb. He is not Moses' staff, nor Pharaoh's rod. We must be the ones to cease our slavery. He's not interested in praise, neither does he offer blame, truth, gratitude are ours to breathe. She will not have your answers. She is too large for answers. She dances too wildly to be fastened to them, and answers are nouns anyway. God is at least a verb twirling in the radiant reds of spring blossoms, singing in the rare silences between rapid opinions, attending the tears of dark-skinned death, learning in tiny alabaster smiles. God is waiting in the space between fingers that might connect. He is waiting for us to stop naming her. She is waiting for us to see all of him. God is waiting to be unshrunk. Circle round for freedom, circle round for peace.
for all of us imprisoned, circle for release, circle for the planet, circle for each soul, for the children of our children. Keep the circle Oh my, my, so much for us to pray for, so much to pray with so many to keep in care in this moment. These are not the only names living in the cycle of life. You too have lived a whole week at least since we've seen each other. The space is open should you like to share out loud, should you like to hold it in community while we just sit with you. To all the words and all the symphony of sound and silence, we gather right here along the cycle of all our lives. May the sounds bring us to compassion and care. May the silence remind us that some of our feelings are wordless. May they also remind us that there will be space here. I wonder if we might sing together. The hymn is Spirit of Life. Many of you, I'm sure, know it. Thank you.
in the practice of community building together, our work we call to give, to receive, and to grow. Giving alone won't work. It fails to keep us balanced. It leaves us at the altar of isolation. Receiving alone is not enough. Love needs us all. Justice needs us as much. But together, in that balance of giving and receiving, we grow. So in a moment, the ushers will come to receive the morning's offering, and I offer for your practice of generosity that we are collecting the offering funds for the Minnesota Honor Tax. The Minnesota Honor Tax is an organization that receives a form of uh, reparations that go directly to the Lower Sioux uh, here locally. Uh, for thousands of years, the Dakota lived in and cared for much of the land that many of us know as Minnesota. And part of the work of reconciliation has been this voluntary honor tax where our money goes directly to, uh, to the work to the deepen the resourcing to strengthen the lives of the people. Now, let me say something. We live in a capitalist system, and so money helps to resource people's lives. That's just real. But money is not even the start of the relationships and repair and reconciliation that we need to do, I know, and that we are all about. And so use this at least as a deposit into your own promise to deepen your relationship with the story of our nation, to deepen our relationship as a community as we work for healing in the world. Now that I've gotten that off my chest, may the people who receive our giving be blessed by it. If you're not in a place to give right now, if you're in need of receiving, uh, send me an email. Find, find me, walk right up to me, and say, that thing you said, Remind me what it is, and I'll help you start the conversation. Our church makes sure to reserve some of our resources to be helpful when times are hard. It's only a beginning, but we'd love to help. In all the ways that we give and receive, may we grow. I invite the ushers now to receive the morning's offering I invite you to give generously. Well, ain't no need for music, because uh, don't you know that the sound of children is the sonic evidence of new life? Do you know that? Mm. Open the window, children. 
Open the window now. Open the window, children. Open the window, let the dove fly in. Open the window, let the dove fly in. How many people know that one? Good, because I need, I need help. Open the window, children. Open the window now. Open the window, children. Open the window, let the dog die. 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 Mama and Papa fight like snakes. Wipe in the window, let the dog die. What's the use of crying if your heart will break? Open the window, let the dog fly. Open, open the window, children. Open the window now. Open the window, children. Open the window, let the dog fly. Open the window, let the dog fly. Some people have money, some people have none. Open the window, let the dog fly. But what's the use of money if your heart's gone numb? Open the window, let the dog fly. Open, open the window, children. Open, open the window now. Open, open the window, children. Let the dust fly. Open the window, let the dust fly. Look, y'all are moving like Beethoven is playing. <laughs> like, not like some Sea Island song, which this is, just came out. I'm like, I mean, come on, Larry. Am I, the, am I the only one whose hips move like that when you hear that, that, go back, that? Let's give it another go. I mean, don't you let anybody have to give you permission to let your body do what it do when you hear the music, okay? Okay, would you rise? Let's do it again. <laughs> They're never leaving me alone again. <laughs> open the window, children. Open, open the window now. Oh, open the window, thanks you. The people who are going to tell the story about the silly dance break in the middle of the service, thank you. Yeah. It's good to get serious about joy. Well, friends, thank you for your work of generous giving. Together, we make more of a difference with our generosity than any one of us could do alone. That's what community is about, and I'm proud to be a part of it with you.
I am also very proud, I should say, for the, for the first of our featured artists in our series of art and soul. I also thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> it's true. I just have, I have a, like goofy field days um, writing for y'all. Today's artist uh, is no better start to our month. Today's artist is our artist in residence, Amy K. Bryant. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a whole bunch of words uh, uh, about Amy now that are both true and for introverts um, uh, make us blush. So uh, away we go. And then, um, and then Amy's going to, uh, and then Amy will offer us uh, music. Since she earned her BFA from Howard University, Amy K. Bryant has built a lengthy resume as a theater artist in the Twin Cities. Amy's an actor, a vocalist, a director, a teaching artist whose artistic practice is rooted in soul music and a rigorous curiosity about the way things are. Her mission is to use performance as a tool for self-reflection, healing, transformation, and black liberation. I know. She also identifies as a mother, a roller skater, a Buddhist, a Detroiter, a cyclist, and a foodie. You, we haven't... <laughs> we didn't go eat yet. What, I, oh, you gotta, okay. It's on now. I'm also very... <clears throat> proud that Amy is on staff here as one of our music leaders who has brought uh, color and depth and savvy and know-how and joy to our worship services for years, including through the pandemic, which is not lost on me. I wasn't even here. Yeah. Um, thank you. Amy's album, Becoming, I want to say, I just checked, is available on Spotify? You ain't even got her album yet. <laughs> Apple Music and wherever fine, critically acclaimed versi versatility in vocal stylings and songwriting are sold. I welcome you to the joy of this voice and the joy of this artist. Let's learn from the music and deepen our relationship with the art. Will you join me in giving a little love to our artist in residence, the wonderful Amy K. Bryant. Gather yourself, your broken bits, your shattered dreams, the shards of shame. Let your tears be your guide. 
Collect your precious memories, your hopes and intentions. Gather yourself. Bring what you are holding. Toss it all to the wind. Run as fast as you can toward the sun and fly. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? Look at this trove, treasures untold. How many wonders can one cavern hold? Looking around here, you think, sure, she's got everything. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking along on those, what do you call them? feet <laughs> flipping your fins you don't get too far legs are required for jumping dancing strolling along down a, it rhymes with feet what's that word again street up where they walk up where they run up where they stay all day in the sun wandering free wish i could be part of waters what would i pay to spend a day warm on the sand betcha on land they understand but they don't reprimand their daughters bright young women sick of swimming ready to stand and ready to know what the people know questions and get some answers what's a fire and why does it what's the word burn when's in my turn wouldn't i love love to explore that shore up above out of the sea wish i could be Remember, you were wild, and you were free, and you felt unloved and unseen, and you ran the streets, and you loved hard, and you were loved deeply, and you were cared for, and you were neglected, and you didn't know how to process your feelings, and you were unkind sometimes, and you received grace, and you did great, and you failed, and you hurt others and you were hurt and you healed and all of this is true at the same time and 
you shine. One thing I don't need is any more apologies. I got sorry greeting me at my front door. You can keep yours. I don't know what to do with them. They don't open doors or bring the sun back. They don't make me happy or get a morning paper. Didn't nobody stop using my tears to wash cars? Cause I'm sorry. I am simply tired of collecting. I didn't know I was so important to you. I am gonna have to throw some away. I can't get to the clothes in my closet for all of the sorries. I'm gonna tack a sign to my door, leave a message by the phone. If you called to say you're sorry, call somebody else. I don't use them anymore. I let sorry, didn't mean to, and how could I know about that? Take a walk down a dark and musty street in Brooklyn. I'm gonna do exactly what I want to, and I won't be sorry for none of it. Let a sorry soothe your soul. I'm gonna soothe mine. You were always inconsistent, doing something and then being sorry. Beating my heart to death, talking about you, sorry. Well, I will not call, and I'm not going to be nice, and I will raise my voice and scream and holler and break things and race the engine and tell all your secrets about yourself to your face, and I will list in detail every one of my wonderful lovers and their ways. La, 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 la. I will play Oliver Lake loud, and I won't be sorry for none of it. I loved you on purpose. I was open on purpose, and I still crave vulnerability and close talk, and I'm not even sorry about you. I'm not even sorry about you. I'm not even sorry about you being sorry. You can keep all that guilt and grime you wanna. Just don't give it to me. I can't use another sorry. Next time, you should just admit you're mean. Low down, trifling, and no count. Straight out. Instead of being sorry all of the time, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy being yourself.
Picture a girl, 12 or 11, picture her very best friend. Sisters, they swore to the end. Picture them both at the cheerleader tryout. Picture the friend on the squad. Picture the first girl appealing to God. Now picture her braces, picture her glasses. She's a straight A whiz in all of her classes. Picture the cheerleader friend passing by. Picture the cheerleader not saying hi. Imagine the words in that little girl's head. Imagine the things that she wished she had said. I would never do this. I would never be the way you are. I would never see you from afar and turn away. What can I say? I would never do the things you do. I'm better than you. Picture that girl, a senior in high school. Picture a boy she could love. The very first boy she could love. 17 dates since the 8th of October and prom is just three weeks away. The boy, he has something so hard to say. Now picture the silence, picture the tension. This boy means more than this girl cares to mention. Picture her dream as it silently melts. Picture him dancing with somebody else. I would never do this. I would never try to hurt your heart. I would never see you when you start to fly away. What can I say? I would never do the things you do. by all I survey. I am a god and I'm high on my mountain. People look up here and tremble and pray. Gods are perfection and people are flawed. Gods can pass judgment so I'll be a god. Almighty, untouchable me. Let there be wrath. Let there be misery. Let there be no mercy for what they to me really when you're a god you can cast the first stone trouble with being a god is you're always alone how'd I ever do this look what kind of person I've become growing up I'm growing numb but I can be better than me I will do the thing I never do
picture me saying, well, live and let live. Picture this girl as she learns to forgive. Remember, a closed heart hardens. It tightens till it breaks and crumbles to bits. Kneel in the sanctity of your resilience. Reach for evidence that you are not alone. When you find yourself stuck, crawl. Relish even the slightest forward movement. Be still in the cracks and the pulse of your weary heart till it creates you a new song. a lanky Arizona boy with an Oscar Wildean flair. His face could make the angels weep for joy, but his soul was devil may care. And though his sweet facade was quite demure, underneath it all he was wild. And though his wicked wit was quite mature, still he had the heart of a child. He was my friend. He was my friend. I could always spend a weekend with my friend. Now when I cried about life's bitter blows, his response was rather bizarre. First he would squish my toes, then mush my nose, while he called me turkey tartar. He'd act a fool, uh-huh, a stone-cold fool. Always kept me cool. To the end, my good friend, when life was unkind, he paid it no mind. But suddenly into this world, a sickness came that he could not ignore. And what's more, it got my friend. Oh, that sickness, it got my friend. Oh, no, he could not pretend that he would mend, not my friend. I tried to hide the panic in my prayers as I whispered up to God's ear. God, do you need them all so young upstairs? Can't we keep some angels down here? Like say, my friend, God, stop this trend. God, this has got to end. God, when you send for my friend, Please, God, don't send down for my friend. Let the rules bend. Don't take my friend. He is just my best friend. Only just my best friend. Please don't let his life end. Give me back my best friend. I prayed and I prayed. I grew more afraid, then suddenly I saw his face, and suddenly his voice was in my head. And he said, just be my friend, come on, Kirsty, just be my friend. Little mush nose, yeah, try to comprehend. Don't be afraid, try to mend, be my friend. 
Now, Keith, I wasn't very strong for you, but you're always strong in my mind. If you can hear me sing this song for you, then shake your cute celestial behind. Not too great and years too late, but finally coming through. Hiya, Keithy, hearty, har, har, turkey, tartar. Keithy, I love you. you guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you Amy thank you thank you Sally okay okay here's one that I have to ask you please um, how did you get uh, Amy K Bryant how did you decide to use that as the name that you use for as an artist um. I mean, that's my name. It's my government name. Okay. But my mom, though, she uses her middle initial. I mean, it's not anything deep. And I, so I just copied her. Stage names fascinate me. Because oh, yeah. It, yeah. That's why, I, because uh, it took me longer than I thought it was going to, to, you know, like Glenn Thomas, Glenn Thomas, right? Mm -hmm. So I wondered, like, uh, and I'm getting somewhere, <laughs> like, who emerges when the K does? So, like, who is... Yeah, like, I, like, how do you see yourself um, grow, change when you get on stage as opposed to the you that you are in any other way? Do you notice changes? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a few answers to that question, I guess, because I, I move professionally in so many different, you know, um, spaces and jobs and things. And so if it's, if it's musical theater, I mean, the thing is that I think um, Chadwick Boseman said that the actor is always the, the vessel, you know? So like everything is informed by me and my own life mm. that I do, like acting, singing. I mean, I think it's probably true for all of us. Um, and at yeah. the same time, if it's theater, then there is a part of it that is about kind of stepping like letting the Amy K. Bryant live behind whatever the, the character is, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I didn't, I didn't like stress about like what to call myself. Mm. And I think a lot of my journey has been learning to like fill out my own skin. And so the most powerful thing that I can call myself is by my own name. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I'm fascinated by, uh, I saw you in the Bull Jean stories at Pillsbury. Mm -hmm. um, how long is it? Is it two hours? No. An hour? Did you say nine hours? <laughs> <laughs> it was forever. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how many. That one many was like an hour, I you think. Did, that was an hour? I okay, it so. doesn't. Okay, okay. You do the, uh, the entire show and you go through so many different characters. I wonder, like, how you think about embodying an experience that's not your own? Um, I think that, and I 
am like the, the, the more privilege I have as an actor, the more choice I have, and I am intentional about choosing pieces that are aligned with my mission mm -hmm. about healing and about transformation. Um, and so I really have to come to the work with a deep respect and honor for the community that I'm serving in the work. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really about trying to um, make sure that love is the strongest force in the performance, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Even if the character is not necessarily a loving character, but the intention is to come at the work with enough generosity that makes it accessible for people who maybe don't live that story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that an answer to the question? I forgot the question. <laughs> I'm, ask, I'm asking because we, spe we, we spend so much time in our spiritual work um, deepening things like empathy and understanding and, and reading about the many things that you have transformed, you know, characters you've transformed into. It occurs to me that uh, an actor at your level um, has a lot of, might have a lot of insight on this this process that we're tr that we're trying to do of em empathizing mm -hmm. all the time. Um, uh, well, I think that yeah. um, the thing is that w human beings are complex. You know, like we live in a culture that likes to like really loves the binary. You know, the good and the evil. But most people are not one thing or the other. And if I'm going to step into the life of a character, I can't do it with the that kind of this is a bad person because then that person can't function in a fullness that serves the story. They have to be a real person, and real people are all kinds of things, all mm -hmm. the things, mm -hmm. really. I feel like probably all of us have hated someone at some time. All of us have probably done something violent at some time. And all of us have hopefully been compassionate and empathetic at times. And, um, and the gift of being an actor is that because I have to live as the person, then I have to find the good in the character, even if it doesn't appear to be any <laughs> on the mm -hmm. page, you know? And then it also, like, outside of the work in my life, then I can meet people with a blank slate, knowing that they are more than they appear to be, and knowing that they come with all kinds of things that I can't see, you know, and try to, like, hold my own ego in check about how we are interacting if I don't especially appreciate it, you know? I want to ask you about the similarities you see between Gary Coleman and Little Orphan Annie. Would you tell us about that? <laughs> Glenn Thomas is talking about why I became an actor. <laughs> I had a crush on Gary Coleman. Now it's out in the world, it's on YouTube. I'll never be able to take it back. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, I. And that's telling my age, but like we used to watch different strokes, and I just thought he was so cute. <laughs> and it made me want to be an actor. Um, and then Annie came out, the movie. And my mother took us to see the play, Annie. And, and it just was like, I want to do that. So Gary Coleman and Annie brought Amy K. Bryant to you. <laughs> they both led to this moment. So, yeah. Uh, well, last thing, uh, do you notice? Do you notice that those stories are really similar? That's that's the first time that I've ever like the story of different strokes. Oh, and Annie. Yes. I didn't think about that. Right. <laughs> oh. So, so my last question is. Uh, now you got me like examining see? my own history to see, see like where I feel like an orphan or where I feel. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, but look. Right? Oh, uh, y'all too, huh? But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, uh, I'm curious. Uh, what are the kind, what's the kind of dream that would make you move in a different direction now? Well, I mean, mostly family. Oh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, my mom's aging, and, um, and, and so my dreams aren't about work, because I really had the great fortune of, like, coming to Minnesota and starting a career as an artist and then being able to work and sustain myself as an artist. And what I learned in the pandemic is that um, as much as I really like working, I also kind of like not working, you know? And, and there's so much that I have sacrificed to work that my family has sacrificed for me to work, and I want to be present for them, especially my mother, you know, as she gets up in age. So I don't know if that's a dream, <laughs> but it's an intention, and I would love for her to come. I want to go on the road is really what I want to do. And I want to take her with me. I don't know if she's going to go. <laughs> she's, she's pretty attached to her church. Uh, my, my last thing is a, a sentence uh, and a request. We love you. I know. I feel it. Mm. I mean, that's it's, it's why I stay. <laughs> and would you sing us one more? Of course. Thank y'all for sticking around. <laughs> Remember, forgive yourself. You did the best you could. You were driven and hardworking. You were fiercely protective. And even when you were afraid, and you were afraid most of the time, you were courageous and powerful. Your determination broke open doors, shifted possibilities, repositioned life. Your sensitive soul, calloused by loneliness and shame, was still pierced by light. You took time to visit the ocean and dance and sought the air with laughter. You made it possible for me to soar. Thank you. When I fly, I don't care how much it costs. I don't care if my picture will be in the paper. There's nothing I want, nothing I need. That's when I am the wind. Oh, when I fly, I don't care where I go. There is no end in sight. When I am the wind, every part of me is working. I feel nothing and everything. I move in all directions. I forget about my senses. A moment is forever. It's clear and I can finally see. and the seers, the explorers, and the creators. Hey.
do not know what we'll discover. We can't say where we're going or explain completely where we've been. But our adventures give the to dream about, something to believe in. And if one day someone looks to the stars and wonders what she sees, she'll feel the breeze. That's when I am the Thank you so much. Friends, don't store these memories to yourself. Don't keep them to yourself. Take them out into the world. Let's go now with joy, with renewed community, and let's sing. One more time. Where you go, I will go, beloved. Where you go, I will go. Will you rise? And let's bless each other on the way out. Well, that's got some kick to it. I like that. Ah. Go in peace, go in song, go in love. Thanks for listening. If you've been comforted or inspired by this podcast, please consider supporting our ministry. Podcasts are free to download, but they cost money to make. Visit firstuniversalistchurch.org slash donate to make your gift. We'd love for you to join us in person or online on Sunday mornings. To learn more, visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org.